On Twitch, Q Sports Talk and ESPN Radio 97.7 at 100.1. This is Orange Nation. All right, hour number two of Orange Nation underway on ESPN Radio. Stephen Fonte, Paulie Sibilia with you up until 2 o'clock. As we go over the phone lines, I can't believe I'm saying this, but we're going to talk ice cream uh, with Matt in North Syracuse. Hey, Matt, how are you today? Good. How are you, Steve? Doing well. So what do you think? I just wanted to tell you I love black raspberry ice cream. I don't think it's an old uh, person's flavor at all. I'm 32, and it's one of my favorite flavors. And uh, I just wanted to share with you that I love black raspberry ice cream as well. I appreciate the support, Matt. I, I really do appreciate you calling because we put it up on a poll, and, and I'm, I'm losing badly. So I, I appreciate uh, the support. Uh, so thank you, Matt, for calling in. Um, I, I love it too, and I, I feel like I've loved it since I was a teenager. So I, I never thought that it was an old person's flavor until this came to my attention a couple days ago, Paulie. Yeah, you know what the oldest ice cream ever made was, Steve? Uh, Orange Blossom is the first flavor of ice cream ever created, May 12th, 1777. There you go. 1777? Yeah. Wow. There, there you go. That was unexpected. I would have thought it was like vanilla or chocolate. Definitely would have thought it was either vanilla or chocolate. Orange sherbet, old person ice cream? Any sherbet's old person, right? <laughs> I guess, but it's funny you should say that because I remember as a kid, rainbow sherbet was my favorite. As Like when I was like eight. <laughs> I, I like so I just... sherbet too. I think it's because our parents bought it. I guess that could be like we didn't have a choice of what ice creams we ate unless we went to an ice cream store. (laughs) Whatever was in the freezer, we ate. This is like, yes, when you were home, if you went to Shady Brook, as you're talking about, then it was like, you know, little Polly and little Stevie that, you know, they didn't call me little Stevie, but you know what I mean? What do you, what do you want? And, uh, and then we did get to make a choice and I was taking rainbow sherbet or I was taking orange sherbet. Sherbet was like high on my list as like, you know, a nine year old. That's um, weird. And then eventually got that is weird. Raspberry. Why you, is it weird? You're an old soul then. Like, I wasn't going out of my way to order sherbet at nine years old. <laughs> hey, join us what next week. go to? Uh, the coffee one. Join us next week for Boomer's Talk Ice Cream. <laughs> you were not ordering coffee at I age was. Of nine. I loved it. You were not. I was so. And you're, you're calling me an yes. old soul. I think you're right there with me. Um... All right, so we weren't planning on talking about ice cream uh, at 1 o'clock. We were planning on talking Super Bowls uh, right. at 1 o'clock, and I, you're not going to be on the show with us tomorrow. I'll be joined uh, in the first hour by Mike Waters, second hour by my colleague here at News Channel 9, Mario Sacco. So we've got to get our Super Bowl talk out of the way today, Paulie. Um, and you wanted to look back on how are we framing this? Most memorable yeah, Super our Bowls favorite of our Super lifetime? Bowls. Favorite, 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 Super, favorite Bowls. Super Bowls of our time. Okay, and we'll we'll leave the phone lines open if you want to chime in on ice cream at 315-437-7644. Um, favorite Super Bowls of all time. Uh, top five. So I will I will let you begin. All right, at number five, I have Redskins-Broncos January 88, Super Bowl 22. I don't know why. Okay. I just I, remember I Doug Williams. give any reasons for that. Just, it was kind of everybody was pumped. Doug Williams threw four TDs. You know, won the MVP. Like it was just that was huge news back then, and I don't know why that stuck in my head. But Super Bowl twenty two is number five on my list. Okay, so 
I was trying to avoid putting the Patriots winning a Super Bowl in my top five, but it's it's awfully difficult to avoid the Patriots. Um, so I, I had to give them the nod here at number five. They're, they're on the list, but they're not on the list again, uh, winning a Super Bowl. Super Bowl 51, where you know Atlanta blowing the 28-3 lead um, and the Patriots coming back and winning that game in overtime. I, I don't want to say it was my favorite Super Bowl because I do not like the Patriots winning ever, um, but in terms of most memorable, which is kind of how I – went about putting my list together. That was certainly a memorable Super Bowl. So that's number five for me. All right, number four for me, I had uh, Super Bowl twenty Bears 46, Patriots 10, and it was just the most hyped Super Bowl I can ever remember in my lifetime, right? It was the yeah. fridge, you know, the the 46 defense, McMahon. Super Bowl shuffle. Yeah, su- uh, you, you, you don't have to say that twice. The Super Bowl shuffle is at my ready. It, it, it was such a you're, big You were ready for this thing. Yes. It was. We got to listen to some of this. We're, we're going we're to listen to the first verse. Oh, the audio on it is terrible. Uh, what a stupid what song. song. It was a great video, though, if I yes. remember correctly. Yes, when, but, when, when MTV actually played music videos. Yeah, was that not? Was there not a bigger hyped Super Bowl? And then That's they, true. And then the Bears never went back. You know, it was like, that was it. You, I thought we had a dynasty on our hands, but that was number four for yeah. me. Okay. Uh, number four for me, I put... Super Bowl 23. I was kind of young, but I mean, that, that was like the first memorable Super Bowl for me was was the Joe Montana 92-yard drive there to beat the Bengals in the in the final minutes uh 20 to 16. That was one of my my first Super Bowl memories of man, that was just a really good game. So when I when I think back of most memorable, I think of Montana stealing that win at the end uh beating the Bengals. So that was four for me. Number 3 for me uh just happened recently. Super Bowl 43, Steelers 27, Cardinals 23, San Antonio Holmes making that catch at the end of the game. The, that the was a great game. Harrison 100-yard interception, the boss at halftime. I mean, that, that was just an awesome game. And being a Steelers fan, I think that's kind of my favorite Steelers Super Bowl out of the six. Yeah. You, you, had, to, you had to throw that in there at the end, out of the six. Yes. They were um, in, they've been in eight. Just throw that no, out. I know, I know, but you, you're talking to a Bills fan here, so it, that was unnecessary. It was, I felt like you were t- taking a shot at me there, um, which which leads me to my number three. I, I had to put the Bills on the list. I mean, obviously, it's not my favorite, but again, I went by most memorable, um, and, and certainly the first time they were there, um, losing to the Giants on the you know wide right from Scott Norwood. Um, that was it. I mean, it has to be in my top five. Uh, certainly, it can't be number one because they lost the game. But the Bills being in the Super Bowl, just how it was, just new and you know, we had been Bills fans our entire lives. My dad grew up in Buffalo. My my grandma still lives there. My uncle still lives there. So I was I was born a Bills fan. I didn't have a choice. And so to see them in the Super Bowl on the biggest stage and come within a whisker of uh, you know of winning a Super Bowl, it it. Uh, was certainly memorable. You know, I know everybody gives Scott Norwood, um, you know, it, a, a, a bad name for for missing that field goal, and everybody blames him. It, it's not like he missed a thirty-five yarder. This has always bothered me about the the Scott Norwood miss, and that everybody points the finger like, "Oh, Scott Norwood, we hate him." You know, 
I mean, it was it was a forty seven yard field goal. Like that is not a chip shot. Um, you know, and I was looking at it a little bit further in depth into it before the show. He was one for five that season on grass for, on field goals forty or more yards. So this was by no means like a chip shot for Scott Norwood. That you is know, a deep if they dive. It to be a short thing, you get you get a little closer. So that's always because I always feel like he's gotten a bad rap for for missing that field goal. I like you. Um, but I yeah, like you breaking down his like a, grass it, numbers. Well, <laughs> Well, it wasn't, my point is, it wasn't like it was an extra point. I mean, it's if they if they wanted it to be a sure thing, they should have gotten closer. But uh, didn't happen, and the Bills lost the game twenty to nineteen. Uh, but certainly a memorable Super Bowl for me. Uh, number two for me is the first Super Bowl I can remember like vividly, and I became a Steelers fan because of it. Uh, Super Bowl fourteen, Steelers thirty one, Rams nineteen. Lynn Swan makes that amazing catch that you see the video of every time they do a uh, yeah. a, a Super Bowl montage. Terry Bradshaw is the MVP. I jumped on the bandwagon as a kid, and I've been a Steelers fan ever since. So Super Bowl tw- fourteen was my number two. All right, my number two. Uh, I'm going to go to uh, to Super Bowl 42. That was helmet catch, David Tyree. I said I, I tried to avoid Patriots winning a Super Bowl uh, in my top five. Um, this gets a boost because the Patriots lost in heartbreaking fashion, um, and to you know to lose the undefeated record and David Tyree with his ties to Syracuse and that amazing catch. And you talk about memorable. Uh, that is that is the 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 play that for me in Super Bowl history stands out above all others is the helmet catch that that ends up uh, you know setting up a, a touchdown that wins the game for for the uh, for the Giants. So I, I'll uh, I'll take that as my as my number two. Number one just sticks in my head, and we you've already discussed it. Just because my friends and I got together, it was the first Super Bowl party I ever went to, and just being in this area. Uh, Super Bowl 25, Giants 20, Bills 19. The other thing that people don't remember is how good the Bills offense was that year. And the Giants completely stymied them. It was like we were introduced to Bill Belichick, right? In that game? They they went with the five linebackers and just completely shut them down, I think, twice that year. So that would be my number one. Yeah. Sorry, no turnovers in that game. It was the first time it had happened in Super Bowl history. Neither team committed a turnover. Giants just ran the ball, ran the ball, ran the ball. It was just ball control the entire game from the Giants. Kept uh, kept Jim Kelly and that offense on the sidelines. Uh, yeah, I could I could talk about that Super Bowl all day. Uh, number one for me, I mentioned earlier when we were talking to Cooper Boardman um, from from WJPZ and Citrus TV. The the one Super Bowl I got to cover. In terms of the week leading up to the game, I didn't actually cover the game itself, but the week leading up to the game uh, was was the the Super Bowl in Jacksonville, Super Bowl thirty nine, uh, Patriots and and Eagles, and that was just professionally speaking, so cool to be you know at the Super Bowl and covering it and and you know going through media day and and so on and so forth. I think I've told this story on the air before, Paulie, but I, I'm not sure you've ever heard it. So uh, it, it was it was the night of media day. And we're outside the stadium getting ready to do a live hit. And there, there are so many credentialed media members, obviously, at the Super Bowl that, you know, they've got to put you in, in one location. But there's so many people that they, they line you up. And I, we were just about to, to start the 11 o'clock show. And I, I looked to my left and looked to my right. And I, I mean, there were like, I'm not even kidding, like 250 media members getting ready to do, to do stand-ups and to do live hits. And I'm thinking to myself, man, this is cool. And I'm, I'm getting ready and I'm kind of practicing in my head what I'm going to say. And 
it, it comes time to, you know, it's 11.01. They're tossing to me. I'm hearing the toss in my ear, and I'm just about set to open my mouth. And literally, as I'm about to speak, everyone around me starts to speak. It didn't occur <laughs> to me that everyone was going live at 11.01. I should have, it should have occurred <laughs> to me, but it didn't. It was so jarring. Like, I don't even remember what I said. I got through it. It was fine. Um, but I'll, I'll never forget that moment of like, oh, right, it's the Super Bowl. Everybody's doing live hits off the top of the 11, not just me. Um, so it was kind of like an aha moment, but very cool moment like in my professional career. So that, that was number one for me. We did it. That was our first list. The first time we've done a, we've got nothing to talk about, so let's make a list of things to talk about on the radio. We went, we went back to the days, but that was fun. There were so many. Yeah. The Super Bowls have been great so lately. And yeah. when, back when we were sitting back as kids eating our old people ice cream, uh, <laughs> all the games were blowouts back when I was a kid. So yeah. So now that... Yeah. I forgot about that Bears. I'm glad you brought up Super Bowl Shuffle. That takes me back uh, to my childhood, certainly. Uh, let's go to the phone lines at 315-437-7644. Tom in Syracuse wants to check in on some SU basketball. Hey, Tom. Who's taking the call, guys? I never thought I, I, I had a basketball comment, but I never thought I'd root for Brady, but he's an old guy. I'm an old guy, so I'm rooting for Brady. What's your um, favorite ice cream? Oh, you got me on that one. Uh, <laughs> a lot. Of, I'll eat ice cream any time of day or night. Uh, i just go with plain <laughs> over now. I'm maybe mix in some chocolate with it. All right. Okay. Yeah, they can't and, go wrong with chocolate. Um, um, the comment I wanted to make was I'm pretty sure it's Clemson. I, I watch a lot of basketball. I like watching ACC. Uh, Clemson, that game series is, is very important for Syracuse. they got to keep rolling. And it was exciting to see that Richard boy, the way he handled the rock and is able to get inside penetrate, and he's going to have to do that Saturday. But it comes down to how much Jimmy feels in terms of playing him. But what I wanted to comment mostly about was Clemson. And I'm pretty sure it's Clemson I'm talking about. They're pretty good inside. I guess they have one good, really good big man. But they they run. They the, the game that I saw them play, they were down 20 or 30 points. But they were cutting this team to pieces with their backdoor trips. And and dissecting that team off with their de- with their offense, and their defense wasn't that bad either. And I can't remember which game it was, but they the other team had shot the lights out from outside, and they couldn't keep up with them. But they were the the best coached, with the exception of Virginia, in terms of dissecting teams with their offensive patterns and their backdoor cuts, which will hurt Syracuse because they have problems covering that kind of a team. And if they're hitting their outside shot, we're in for a long, long day. And that, that was the comment. But uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. And I pre- yeah, and I appreciate checking in, Tom. And, and no doubt about it, Paulie, that this is a, a very important game for Syracuse. We've discussed it at length over the course of the last uh, two days, that it's a quad one opportunity. It's on the road. This is a good Clemson team that's you know, beating some good teams to this point. They've got three quad one wins. They don't shoot the three all that well as a team, shooting just 31% on the season. But, you know, Tom was re- was referring to Amir Sims. If you haven't had a chance to see him play, I mean, he's a, a heck of a player, 6'8", six, 6'9". Six, he leads that team in points. He leads that team in rebounding. He leads that team in assists. 
Um, and, and so Syracuse is going to have their hands full with him, and, and they're going to have their hands full with this, with this defense. As Jerry said yesterday, when I talked to him before the show, you know, there was a, a point this season where Clemson was the number one ranked uh, defense in the country from a statistical standpoint. They're going to get after you. You're going to have to put the ball on the floor and make plays. And so this could be a game where, you know, Kadari Richmond could be very effective. You know, we saw what he did against NC State when NC State was pushing up. Uh, you know, and playing aggressive man-to-man defense and kind of getting in SU's face. Um, you know, Kadari was able to get down and, and, and beat his guy and break down the defense. And and so this might be an opportunity again for him on Saturday to do the same thing. We may see uh, we may see more than twenty minutes of Kadari on Saturday. Yeah, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, Steve, but the the past two games down in Clemson have been really close, right? Like they've been buzzer beaters. Clemson beat Syracuse down there at the buzzer last year. Hit a shot with like four seconds left, maybe, and then uh, the Tyus battle game. Tyus before said that. that, yeah, Tyus said that one. Yeah, he they've was, been really uh, good games down there. Really, really sick. He was battling the flu yeah. and uh, knocked down that that shot at the buzzer. So, so yeah, I mean, it's a it's an important game for a lot of reasons. And appreciate Tom checking in. You could be next at three one five four three seven seventy six forty four. We do have to take a time out here. We're back after this on ESPN Radio. On Twitch, Q Sports Talk and ESPN Radio 97.7 at 100.1. This is Orange Nation. I'm not familiar with this song, Polly. She moves her body like a cyclone. Baby bash, bro. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. I, I got it now. It's a nine. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm kind of hipper than you sometimes, so. All right, fair enough. Um, 315-437-7644. Uh, time to get to, uh, we're going to talk a little more Super Bowl here. Uh, time to get to another buy or sell segment. We did this the other day, Paulie, and you really enjoyed it. So we're, we're bringing Jordan back, our producer, for another uh, another buy or sell segment. Bringing the music back, too, it looks like. Yes. People yeah. love music. Yeah. The volume is better, Paulie. Thank than, you. Than the first time we did, it was a little bit too loud the first time. But that—that—that's you—you've hit the right spot here. So, uh, all right, Jordan, um, fire away. We have no idea where you're going with this, so you're gonna have to lead the way on this. No, buy or sell Super Bowl prop bets. You're either gonna buy them or you're gonna sell them. And I'm gonna start with one that I mentioned earlier in the week on Sportzilla. The weekend is performing at halftime, and his halftime show song number—it's set at eight over or under eight songs for the weekend and the over is minus 200 so you need to bet 10 bucks to win five i'm selling on this steve because i couldn't name one weekend yeah, song that's where so, i was going with this so yeah i would i would guess zero because i know zero weekend songs i'm gonna sit back now and eat my black cherry ice cream and <laughs> watch the week the weekend as the kids would say what with one less E than you would expect, right? It's yeah. W-E-E-K-N-D, I believe. You're hip. Right? See? See, I know what I'm talking about. The I know the song that's in the commercial. That commercial that we've seen a thousand times of, you know, him driving up and the parking attendant humming his song. I I, I know that song. When I but was a kid. Outside of that. Weekends yeah. were Saturdays uh, and Sundays. <laughs> it's just it's just this Sunday, apparently. Um I guess I'll go over because the odds makers believe it's going to go over. Yes, that works. And when you say when you say play a song, like he doesn't have to play the whole song, he just has to play a piece of the song, and that counts, right? 
I believe so. They're very, very sketchy with those bets on purpose. The national anthem has controversy every year. Yeah, right. Like, wouldn't you call your friends um, and say, "Hey, bet bet a thousand bucks on this. I'm going to go eight minutes on the anthem." If you yeah. were singing it, I've never understood the anthem because, right? There's rehearsals, so there's a there's a sound guy in the stadium, or you know, a concession guy in the stadium getting ready for the game who is hearing the rehearsals. So. Um, they must know in advance how, how long the, the anthem is going to go. I've never understood that, how, you, how you're able to, to you know, to, to I was going to say bid on it, to place a bet on that. Never understood that. Uh, all right, I, I'm going to go uh, buy on that one then. Uh, what else you have? Okay, how about this? The Chiefs are a three-and-a-half-point favorite right now, so not a ton of value on the money line. But Patrick Mahomes to win Super Bowl MVP can be found around even money. So you bet 10, you win 10. Do you guys like Mahomes to win Super Bowl MVP? Oh, I'm buying all the way on that one. I'm buying. I might even bet 20 on that. Can I bet 20 to win 20? Ooh, I might might even roll the dice and... Bet a little extra. Yes, I think Patrick Mahomes is winning the MVP. I think the Chiefs are winning the game, and I think Mahomes is winning the MVP. I feel confident in that. That's a safe bet, yes. All right, well, let's go to the other high-profile quarterback, Tom Brady over under pass attempts. I'm currently seeing over 44.5 is plus 270. So if you think Brady's going to throw 45 or more passes, you could bet 10 bucks and win 27 back. Or you could go under. No, I'm selling that. Yeah, I'm going under I'm selling and selling that. on that also. That's a lot of passes. His arm will fall off. And and now that, you know, Fournette has been such a, a key part of their playoff run, um, you know, and one way to beat the Chiefs sounds like a cliche, but it's true. Keep that offense. Keep Patrick Mahomes off the field. Um, that's that's a lot of passes. So I, I think if – unless the Bucks fall way behind, I, I, I think that's, that's going under. So I'll sell. Like – yeah, I would too. Tom Brady is probably old enough that he would be on this show enjoying black cherry ice cream and asking who the weekend was. So, yeah, he's not throwing the ball that much. Tom Brady's hip, Polly. I don't know what you're talking about. He's going to break here's a hip eventually. Here's another one, and this is a little par... Yeah, yeah. This is a little parlay. So, if you want to bet on 10 points to be scored in each quarter... By, by the teams combined, you could get that at plus 240. Bet 10 to win 24 that there will be 10 points or more combined scored in each quarter. You buying or selling? Oh, I'm buying that. I think there's going to be a lot of points scored in this game. So, yeah, I'm buying. I'm in on that one. Uh, hmm. Bucks have a really one. good defense. That is a tough one. I feel like anytime we think it's going to be a shootout in the Super Bowl, it ends up not being a shootout in the Super Bowl. Um, but man, Patrick Mahomes in that offense—I mean, that. Yeah, I, I, I think I'd be willing to to make that wager. I'll buy that. All right, and uh, let's go with one more to end it. We'll see. Uh, this is one of my favorite prop bets, so let's go for it. Longest made field goal. It's about to pick them. You think someone's going to boot one from 47 yards or more? You buying or selling a long field goal in this year's big game? Well, we learned earlier that is not a chip shot, as Steve <laughs> Steve went breaking down Scott Norwood's miss earlier. Uh, let's. Uh, I'm I'm selling on that because I. Man, that's a tough one. Yeah, no, I don't think there's going to be a kick over 47 yards tomorrow. Well, I I would agree with that. There's not going to be a kick over 47 yards tomorrow because tomorrow's or Friday. Sunday, whatever. Um, 
Okay, Sunday. Yeah. Um, See, I don't even know what a weekend is anymore. <laughs> Without the last E. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm not taking that either. That's a very specific number. These teams score touchdowns. Uh, Bucks are going to need to score touchdowns to stay in this game, and we know the Chiefs just scored touchdowns. So unless we're talking, uh, you know, very end of the half or very end of the fourth quarter, um, that's a very specific number. I'll, I'll say, uh, yeah, I'll, I'm not, I'm not taking that bet. I'm selling that. I guess is what I'm supposed to say. Well, we'll see if your guys' bets win, but uh, we could have did you somebody take notes win something. What we, did you take notes? I'll, I'll listen back. You may I'll listen to, oh back. My goodness. Listen back. Yeah, we'll we'll have to see if we were right or not. All right. Uh, so, with that being said, Paulie, uh, time to uh, to give away this Hoffman's prize pack. Yes. Yeah. This is going to be easy money. How do you want this somebody. to go? Yes. Yeah, so yeah, people, how do you want this to go? People call in now three one five four three seven seven six four four. Call in with a Super Bowl question. You ask Steve and I. If you stump the nation, you uh, you get a Hoffman's package of meats for your Super Bowl on Sunday. You can come pick it up tomorrow. So there you go. Okay. It'll be a lot of fun. Four three seven seven six four four. Any Super Bowl question, you stump us, you win. I have a feeling it's not going to be hard to stump. No, it's going to be one question. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a quick segment, yes. so we better have something else lined up. But, uh, if you want that Hoffman's prize pack, uh, give us a call now, and uh, we'll see how this plays out. If, so we'll take a time out here. If yeah, they Paul. if they get uh, if they get us in one question, we'll play the whole Super Bowl shuffle for a second. <laughs> to kill time. Right, it's a deal. All right. We're back after this on ESPN Radio. On Twitch, Q Sports Talk and ESPN Radio 97.7 at 100.1. This is Orange Nation. All right, Stephen Pauly back with you on a Thursday edition of Orange Nation. About 20 minutes left in the show. Time to give away our Hoffman's prize pack. We're going to play... Um, Stump the Nation. Reverse trivia. Stump the Nation, as uh, Pauly likes to call it. Uh, so first up, we've got Mike in Whitesboro. How are you today, Mike? I'm good. How are you? We're doing well. So what do you what do you have for us? So my question is: In his previous nine Super Bowls, how many total points did Tom Brady oh and the New England Patriots put up in the first quarter? Oh my God! Well, okay. So can we? Uh, we need to do it. Can we? We have a ballpark here that we we come within like ten points that we we get it correct. So say that again. Now the question is, nine Super Bowls. How many points? The, the how many points the the Patriots have scored in the first quarter of those nine games? Correct. This, Total. This is the first time we've done this. We gotta have to. We're gonna have to trust Jordan to screen these. This. Uh, this is difficult. This is right. difficult. Uh, well, I know it's not that it's right. Okay. It's the very minutia. Uh, I'm going to say uh, I'm so going to say low. Let's talk our way through this. So let's talk our way through this. So so 10 points a quarter would be would be 90. Yeah. And you you think it's less than that. Yeah. So total I, points in the first quarter. Yeah. Total points in the first quarter. Right. Okay. Right. We got you. Right. right. So over the over the 9 games we're saying. So so let's right. how do you feel about like 75? Yeah, I like that's what I was thinking too. So let's do 75. Okay, so if we're so if we're within 10 points either direction, we're okay. Is that is that what we want to say? I'll I'll agree to that. Okay. 
Okay, right, he's going to agree to it because yeah. we're wrong. No, let's throw him a, <laughs> let's throw him right, a curveball, right. 60. <laughs> let's go 60. All right, Mike. Uh, All right, the answer. Yeah. Total points for Tom okay. Brady and the New England Patriots in their first quarter in nine Super Bowls is three yeah. points. What? <laughs> is that right? And it did, not, it did not happen until 2018 versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, see, I, I, I tune it. When, when Brady's playing, I try not to pay attention. That I, I, is that, amazing. That's, amazing. that's a great That that's is a great, great question. That, that's a great one, Mike. All right, so hang on the line here, Mike. We'll, uh, we'll get your information. We'll get the Hoffman's prize pack uh, out to you. Um, so let's go to line two now, Paulie. Yeah, we, I've got Jordan, a... Take care of, so, yeah. Jordan, take care of Mike on line one. Get his info. And now we'll go to Dave in Syracuse. So, Dave, I we uh, I asked Paulie if he had anything else to give away in case uh, we got stumped on the first one. He's it, you've got what a thirty for thirty box set there, yeah, Paulie. Yeah, thirty for thirty box set from ESPN. So we'll give that. All right, we'll so give that. so let's bring uh, let's bring Dave up uh, here. Uh, so so Dave, you you won't get the Hoffman Prize package. Do you want to? You still want to play for a thirty for thirty uh, box set? Sure. Yeah. All right. What All do right. you, what do you so, got? For uh, so fire away. What's your, what's your Super Bowl trivia for us? Okay, who is the only player on a losing Super Bowl team to get MVP? I should know this. Oh man. Oh, I should know this. Why do I want to think it was a Dallas Cowboy? Oh man, Roger Staubach. Does that uh, sound okay to you, Steve? That's uh, that's where I would go with this. Is okay. Roger Roger Stabo. Uh, so I think it's a cowboy. I feel, like it more, I feel like it was more recent than that, but I I, I could be wrong. The only other uh, did they lose with Aikman as quarterback? I don't think they did. Uh, I'm going Stabo so either. Okay, nope. I, I you you have my you have my blessing, Paulie. All right, Roger Staubach. Nope, it was it was the Cowboys. You guys are right. Ah. Chuck Chuck Howley. Ah, in six, sixty one when they played the Colts. Oh, who could forget it? All right, who yeah. could forget? It? That <laughs> so was a good. It was one. not more recent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, well done, Dave. Uh, I, I this went exactly the way I thought it was going to go, Paulie. Uh, Dave, stay on the That's line. That's fun. Jordan oh, I hung up on Dave. Oh, sorry, Dave. Oh, Dave, call back. Yeah, Dave, Dave, call back. <laughs> that, that was that was on. Those Paul. were both Jordan's good questions, though. And yeah, like you don't feel as that, I mean, stupid. That, that Patriots, that that Patriots one, man. That I had, I, I hadn't stopped to think about it. I that is amazing. That is amazing. We may come out looking six dumb. Super Bowls, and they've. Yeah. But, but we learn okay. stuff. We learn stuff. We, I like to learn things. Yeah. I like to learn things. I like, like when our our friend from Eastwood calls us with uh, with the the political trivia. That's fun too. Um. All right, so hopefully he's calling back so that, that Jordan can get his information. All right, you want to take our final time out here, Paulie, and then we'll have a full segment of, of today's business to wrap up the show? Sure. All right, let's do that. 315-437-7644. Still have time to, to chime in. We're with you for another 15 minutes or so on a Thursday edition of Orange Nation. We're back after this on ESPN Radio.